Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. Today, I'm having coffee with Dr. Jordan Burns. Dr. Burns is husband and chiropractor in the greater Indianapolis area. He received his first bachelor's degree from Indiana University, where he ran track. He received his second bachelor's, master's, and doctorate from Logan University. He is extremely passionate about improving people's health, happiness, and quality of life. Jordan, it is so great to have you on the show today. I know I've been following you on Instagram for a while and we've DMs back and forth about different things on health and I am a huge advocate of health and wellness and you are doing amazing things in the Indianapolis area, especially in the world of chiropractic care. What's really been new and happening in your world lately? I would say the the biggest thing that's been happening in my world lately is I became a dad. Uh, my daughter will be five months tomorrow, um, and that's been obviously, like many people say, the the greatest thing to have ever happened to me for sure. Uh, when we found out last year, we had only been engaged for ten days before we found out we were pregnant, so it definitely uh, shifted a lot of things for us. But it ended up working out really well. We canceled our wedding and then got married the weekend before the pandemic happened. So divine timing on all of it. But yeah, it's been been such a cool, cool journey becoming a husband and a father. I can imagine. And it's probably been been a little bit of a whirlwind trans- transition into it, you know, from being thinking like you're just going to get married in a year to married, becoming a dad and doing amazing things, not only in your personal life, but also work life as well. Yeah. I feel like it was just the biggest blessing. Um, I'm so happy that it happened. Like initially it was definitely like a, Oh crap moment. Um, (laughs) but I'm, yeah, I feel so grateful that it happened the way that it did because I grew a lot as a man and as a person last year because of the fact that I was becoming a dad. That's awesome. What's one of those lessons that you could share with us on growth of how you transitioned? Yeah, I think just truly practicing what you preach, uh, truly understanding what your purpose is, truly understanding like what your what your personal values are and living by those those values and those principles. And the values are key because we're always sharing inspirational messages and how to transition on health and wellness. And then when you can actually show people like, this is what I'm going through right now and being 100% real. And then on the outside, like me just watching what you're posting on social media and how much you've grown in your career and just personal life. It's one of those things that's like, it can really happen. Like, it's not just, this out there idea, like this transition is real if somebody wants to take it. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, really meeting my wife first was probably the thing that truly made me a believer in like manifestation and the power of like our subconscious mind and subconscious thoughts, because it was something that I was doing when I didn't even necessarily understand that I was doing it. And it's definitely fueled a lot more things in my life since then. And I think the biggest thing with like having a daughter now and becoming a dad is just, it's a guarantee. Well, not like that's a guarantee for some people, but a guaranteed accountability partner for me. 
of, you know, it doesn't matter what you say to your kids. It matters what they see you do. So for me, it's important. Like I want her to see me exercise and take care of myself. I want her to see me read every day. If I can just instill health into her, I want as a dad. Game over, like mission yeah. accomplished. I mean, it, I mean it more, the majority of our population is unhealthy. So it's like, if I can just show her what it means to be truly healthy, then I, I did my part. And we're talking health in just more of than the sense of like exercising and eating health. We're talking all around health and wellness. Oh, yeah. And that goes emotionally, spiritually. <laughs> it goes all sorts of different steps. Let's dive into this subconscious mind and manifestation. For somebody who's listening to this, you know, we both know that our thoughts control, you know, our outlook and how much we limit ourselves. But how would you explain it to somebody and the power of the subconscious mind? Yeah. So your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a thought and reality. So for instance, my wife, something that I did heavily when I was single was I thought about my wife already exists. So what does it feel like to be with her in the present moment? Like, how does that love feel? How does it feel to walk down the street and knowing that she's by my side, like feeling what that would feel like now? in the present moment. And there's such an emotion behind it. Like Thinking Girl Rich talks about it, the power of the subconscious mind. I mean, there's a lot of books that talk about like a desire backed by faith. So it's training your conscious mind to essentially trick your subconscious mind into believing that to where it eventually manifests into reality. I, uh, I posted this the other day. I was talking about how, one, I stopped drinking alcohol in 2019 and then in the same week i had typed up a um thing it, it used to be like uh what i wanted someone and it would say like i want someone who is this i want someone who is this and i changed it to i said universal intelligence you can say god universe whatever you want to call entity source um but it was dear universal intelligence thank you for my wife she is this she is this and i typed out this paragraph of the present tense of she is all of these things read it out loud and let it go and two weeks later i met kayla that's amazing yeah and the power of using the present tense i yes. think it's super super key it's not when it happens it's not one day if it happens or it's going to happen it's here and using that present tense to again subconscious mind and sort of trick our mind to thinking like it's right in front of us yeah and there's so many examples of this throughout history like especially with i really like the power of the subconscious mind book because it gives a lot of medical examples of people healing themselves with their mind you know and that's that's part of it like okay my goal was my wife but let's say your goal is just to be healthier or like have a healthy body okay cool that's great what does that feel like to you now though you know picture what it feels like to take your shirt off and to not feel self-conscious about taking your shirt off, like really getting the emotion behind why you want whatever it is that you want. 
because that's basically the biggest driving force. You have to be able to feel that emotion in the present moment. And not even, let's go a little bit deeper on this. Not yeah. even just appearance looks of being healthy. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking. But like, <laughs> even for somebody listening to this, you know, I dealt with digestive issues in the past yeah. and like overcame that. But things like when you have real health issues, and saying, you know, I am healthy. It feels good. I have energy today. Yes. I can eat something and I'm not going to get super bloated. Things like this really, really help. Yeah, I totally. I mean, that's one of the first things I feel like I have to really help patients with is understanding that they can and will get better. And I do talk about like for me, if I, if my low back hurts or my shoulder hurts, or I have some type of ache and pain, I'll explain to patients. I was like, when I'm doing meditation or breath work, I breathe into that area. I picture, you know, if I think I have like some compression on a disc, I picture that disc expanding. I picture that disc opening up and alleviating pressure off of it. And I mean, that sounds like woo woo to people, but like, it's powerful. We don't understand the power of our, our minds as much as we think we know so much about health. We have no idea. I feel like we're just really starting to tap into that. And it's still out there for a bunch of people, you know, it's like, yeah. And that's oh, fine. I, I, I like being out <laughs> your there. mind's <laughs> way out here and it controls this. I'm on the same wavelength as you, Jordan. Like I dove deep into neuroscience and yeah. getting healthy and Dr. Greg Braden and all of Bruce Lipton and all of that, but the mind controls like cellular level epigenetics and don't only need a magic or a magic supplement to make our lives better i would agree i uh yeah actually the biology of belief is next on my my list to read by bruce lipton oh i haven't read that one yet i need some new books so i'll probably start that one i've seen lots of his videos and so forth and just you know he got some some really good videos out this year for sure and somebody's listening and it's not familiar go google dr bruce lipton start going down that rabbit hole your minds will be blown yeah I, I uh do you know dr joe dispenza yeah yeah he's he's one of my face too he's a chiropractor that's awesome what sort of got you into chiropractic care jordan i ran track in college um, had a injury. Um, we were maxing out hand cleans one day. I'd never been to a chiropractor before. Um, and a rib subluxated from my mid back basically. And it's a sharp mid back pain whenever you have something like that. So I went to the training room, had like soft tissue work done. If you've heard of Graston before, it's basically like a mm -hmm. metal tool, kind of like a massage. Um, didn't really help. Uh, they had a chiropractor come in, couldn't really get it to move. And for whatever reason, I really don't, I wish I could go back to these moments. Cause I don't remember why I was like, no, this, this chiropractic thing seems like it's the answer. Um, so I sought a chiropractor out in town, one adjustment stood up and was just like, I'm 100% better. Like I don't have any pain. What is this witchcraft? <laughs> and then I'm just so grateful every day that that happened because especially with what we've experienced like the last year, like I'm so happy that I am in the profession that I'm in and that I was learning all about natural healthcare and immunity before everything that's been going on. 
Um, and I definitely have just fallen in love with chiropractic more and more every day, the philosophy of it, the spirituality aspect of it, and just the miracles that you see for people every day. I think that's, that's part of why chiropractic is so controversial. One, because you do hear these like crazy miracle stories of the body healing itself when people get adjusted or, you know, the fact that chiropractic hasn't really changed much since it started in 1895. I mean, it's just a classic thing of if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, but yeah, I would not want to do anything else. That's amazing. And when you go back to those moments of like, why something had to happen the way it did at that moment you're probably like oh man i'm going to be injured or i have to go off the roster i can't run this next race but having that moment where it instantly clicks for you of like i feel 100 percent better i need to be doing this every day and helping out more people yeah it's like that's why it had to happen well it's crazy too i've had this conversation with a lot of people because obviously a lot of schools were canceled last year. A lot of sports were canceled last year. If I didn't have my senior track season of high school, I would not have ran track at IU, which means I would not have got injured during track at IU, which means I would not have went to a chiropractor for the first time. So I may not have even become a chiropractor if I didn't have my senior track season in high school. And that's kind of like the butterfly effect of, you know, what did kids miss out on because of that? So, I mean, again, it's just grateful is really the only word I can come up with for, <laughs> for all of it. Yeah. And kids over the past year and a half have definitely missed out on a lot of experiences. But I think the more that we are sharing, like with people in a variety of industries and opening up and having real conversations like we're having today on different things, it gives, you know, a more well-rounded experience to say, like, even though they may not be able to have a full track season or a full marching yeah. band season, but they're able to hear people like us say, you know, have these moments, like seek them out and go for it. Like you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think just understanding that everything happens for a reason and, like uh, I've got kind of positive affirmations ish on the background of my phone, but one of them says everything that happens to me today is in my best interest and is an opportunity for me to learn and grow. And I think you just always have to look at everything from that perspective and that lens of, you know, even though your track season got canceled or even though whatever happened to you, like you can learn from it. And I mean, a lot of people, like it was a huge year of adapting, I'd say for <laughs> everyone. So again, there's always a, a lesson to be learned. And this silver lining of like different blessings that you wouldn't expect to happen. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people, you got to just spend more time with your family. I mean, I definitely like my circle definitely got smaller, but it got so much better, so much more tight knit love and community. And like, I really feel like I've been, you know, bringing in and attracting like my tribe even stronger than ever before. And it's these deeper level connections. Totally. So spent, like this. Right. Like, exactly. We've, we've talked on social media, but like, it's just through a phone screen, you know, like how nice is this to just have a conversation, even though it's not in person, like it's still so much more of a human connection. 
and it's not just audio like I can physically see you (laughs) deeper connections matter and I agree like this year has been super family focused and especially for myself like I used to travel 90% of the time so living in a house again and having a kitchen like and being able to cook meals for my family and spend so much time with them like it's been absolutely incredible yeah and I think it's again it's just like anything in life you know this all happened we all were at home so we had choices do we get healthier or do we get less healthy and I think at least the people in my circle we went this way and even though I was like healthy before I still had such an opportunity to be like okay I've got a lot more time on my hands what am I not doing that I should be doing? For me, it was more like supplements. Like I take collagen every day now. I've been more consistent with like probiotics, just really trying to hone in on the the chemical aspect, I would say the most. Um, Yeah, it's been really good. For me, healthy wise, I had always eaten clean previously and so forth and lots of sunshine and running. but this year definitely honed in on drinking more water. Nice. And we always think like we drink enough, but honestly drinking three liters plus of water a day helped immensely. And that was one of the big things. And then reincorporating, you know, weights back into my life. Nice. And that really helped too. Yeah, I built a, built a home gym in our garage, which has been super nice. Yeah, and you don't even have to worry about going to another gym if you're concerned about that and it's just like okay there are no excuses today because I just have to walk a few feet to go work out it's been nice too because my wife's still breastfeeding so she's like I'm a healthy person but she is like really healthy when it comes to nutrition like she makes a celery juice for herself every morning and like a anti-inflammatory juice for us in the evenings so that's been a, a huge game changer oh nice i may have to incorporate some more juices in my life yeah, yeah we bought a juicer well, probably well, i guess when corinne was born so about five months ago and it's been awesome because it's something i've always wanted to do it's just i don't want to take the time to do it and i didn't want to take the time to clean it but kayla does so it's great (laughs) (laughs) it's like here it is here's your juice it's ready made all you have to do is drink it now yeah no it's awesome we've got a really good routine down i think it's important for new parents obviously but i go home make dinner and then she's makes juice and dessert for us so it's nice oh that's nice how is the routine shifted you know definitely with a new baby and everything else and trying to run a chiropractic business and reading and keeping up to date on different things. How have you managed to keep everything that you want in your routine in it? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big one for people because everybody talks about like work-life balance. I don't really like that phrase. Um, because I love what I do every day, but you all, it's just priorities, you know? So like for me, I know that if I want, if I want this alone time, if I need to read or meditate or, you know, work out, you know, get work done, like content for social media, whatever it is like, okay, when can I dedicate that time to that? I get up at four 30 every day. Um, I move my, my schedule wise, I, I get home earlier. So I moved all my days earlier to get off, but then I come in earlier. 
Um, so I get up at 4.30, I go to work at 8. So, I mean, I've got basically two hours-ish in the morning to get what I need to get done that day, my morning routine. And then when I get home, I make my honest effort to, I put my phone um, to bed before me. I try to give like an hour and a half bedtime to my phone away from my bed so that I'm just present with my family. That's important. That is super important of having that time to be present and in the moment and not, I mean, Let's dive into this because I am a huge proponent of this as well. The idea and the ability to be present with people and actually face-to-face or having those moments and deep connections with people. Whereas somebody saying, hey, we're in the same room, but I'm here scrolling on TikTok or Instagram and we're both doing our separate things, but there's no conversation. There's no connection happening. Right. It's sad. It's like if it's like if somebody had a video on your living room and like, you know, let's say me and Kayla are both on our phones and our daughter's like on the ground, like rolling around and like Lola, our dog is doing stuff. And we're just sitting here like if you saw that in a movie, you would think, how sad is that, that they're sitting there on their phones when, you know, their daughter is only going to be this year old in this present moment right now. Like she is growing at an exponential rate every day and yeah it, it's something we talk about a lot of just trying to be present with you know Corinne present with each other just because there is just such a bigger world than your freaking Facebook page and Instagram page and your cell phone like people get so lost in this fake reality of social media that yeah, we'd be a lot healthier as a species if we, we had time limits on our phones. Yeah, turning it off at night, like not scrolling consistently, having the conversations that we need to have. I feel to, you know, there is a time and a place, you know, we both use it for business. We use it for marketing and sharing things with the world. But when you realize like, it's all based on an algorithm. It's all based on this, like this isn't real life. And when you see that and realize, you know, I've got a family here, you know, uh, what do I need to do to be present with them and not just pull out a phone or watch endless amounts of TV and say, hey, I've got this amazing life, but I know nothing about this other person. Yeah. And this is on topic, a little off topic. Um, one thing that I like to do is think about all the times that you pull your phone out just because, or just because like you're uncomfortable or whatever the situation is. So for instance, if me and Kayla are at a restaurant and she goes to the bathroom, what's the first thing you think to do? Oh, I got to pull out my phone and look at it. I can't just sit here. <laughs> like I can't what, be that person at the restaurant sat here with my thoughts and like you know maybe looked around the restaurant and thought about oh the interior design of the restaurant or like the vibe and the mood that's in the restaurant or the music or the plants or whatever it is like so I start I started doing that even before I met Kayla of 
if someone gets up to like leave the table or even if I'm by myself, like not to get my phone at, cause that's such a common thing to do. Like we were at garden table uh, a couple weekends ago, she went to the bathroom with Corinne to change her diaper. And I was just like looking at garden table and I like really appreciate, have you heard the term huga before? Uh, what? Huga. Have you ever heard of that term? H-Y-G-E-E. No. Um, is that the Danish? Yeah. 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 So it basically means like simplistic, minimalistic, warm, cozy spaces. So basically any coffee shop or brunch spot ever. Um, but I'm looking around garden table and be like, you know, they've got all drop down lights. You know, they have this natural lighting because their whole front face is all windows. They've got, oh, I noticed they have like hundreds of plants. So I asked our waitress, I was like, are those real plants? And they were, they have all real plants like in their, their, uh, business and I don't know it's just like you're actually stimulating and having positive conversation and being like oh wow that's really beautiful that they have all this like life inside of here you know otherwise I would just be doing this and not seen or noticed or cared for any of it right and you said something super key of you know when we're so focused on the social media and not having these connections and learning how to be alone with our thoughts. Yeah. Like that is huge. I feel like a lot of people and sure we all go through it at different points in time when you don't want to be alone with your thoughts, you're always trying to find something to cover it up. You know, a phone's really, really easy because you can just press a button and then unlock it and go down this rabbit hole without actually going deep and doing the inner work. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. A hundred percent. We don't want to like a key thing is being able to think about your thoughts. It's called metacognition. And we don't do that. We avoid that at all costs with whatever vice it is, food, alcohol, drugs, but it's such an important practice to be able to sit alone and think about what you think about every day. I forget what the stat is. It's like 80% of your thoughts are the same every day or something like that, which is like crazy if that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if like the same stuff's going through your minds all the time. Yeah. And if you're like, if you're not, recognizing reading, it reading or like listening to more like positive information like you're just going down this negative toxic rabbit hole and it just goes deeper and deeper you know and I feel like this correct me if I'm wrong or we can dive into it for a few more minutes of you know how when we don't recognize our thoughts and we push them off to the side instead of going inward. And maybe that's, you know, starting out having 10 minutes in the morning and meditating or praying or just being quiet or morning pages and journaling, whatever it may be for somebody to get, go inward and have those thoughts. If we just erase them or act like they don't exist on the surface, how does that affect us like health wise? Because we're never really analyzing it. We're never really being okay. It's like that trauma is going to still be there until you learn how to let it go. Stored hundred percent. Yeah. I talk about that with people. If 
we store our stress in our pelvis, upper back and jaw a lot of times. And that's, I mean, a lot of the people that come in have that issue. I do address that. I, talk, I don't know if you ever seen me post about thoughts, traumas and toxins. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of chiropractic term of physical, chemical and emotional health. So I'll always ask like, how much water do you drink in a day? Do you take any supplements? I don't get too heavy in a diet um, just because like that's way too much of a consult to be able to have with somebody. <laughs> um, but I do ask how would you rate your stress zero to 10? And then that usually, they usually talk about something of why they're stressed. And then I'll say, okay, what are some of your stressors in your life? And for me, it it means a lot of things, but, but one, it's, they're actually speaking their stressors that maybe they don't, they've never said this out loud to anybody, you know, like my kids or my work or my wife or my husband, like whatever it is, like I'm stressed about this. Because just, just in that moment, they're able to actually like say it out loud. Maybe they've never talked to anybody about this at all. And I'm not even diving deep into their emotional health by any means, but right. I'm just bringing awareness to the fact that chemical and emotional health is a huge part of your physical health. And it affects you. Like if you don't stop to realize it or you just keep going and going and think, you know, this is normal. It's okay to have back pain. Like I've had it for years and not say, oh, wait, what if I backed off of this extra thing that's causing more stress? Or maybe, you know, I don't need to have a completely full schedule from nine until nine at night. Maybe I need to take 15 minutes for myself and start to see you know, that pain decrease, or maybe it's stretching, or maybe it's prioritizing something else. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a process for everybody. I try to, I try to put little bits of plant seeds, like every visit with people, because you can't just throw it all at once. Be like, you need to be meditating every day, man. If you're saying you're 10 out of 10 stressed, you got to be barefoot in the grass outside every morning. Like you got to take better care of yourself. Have you gotten sunshine today? Have you gotten more water? You know, it's definitely a learning process for somebody who hasn't done it or been around it and hearing it for the first time. But once you go all in, it's like game changer. I do have a, a script pad that I write people. Obviously, I'm a chiropractor. I can't write actual prescriptions, but I've got a pad. It says the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. Um, and it's got like 10 health questions, basically, for people to think about and consider every day. And it's basically all of those. It's like, how much water do you drink in your day? Uh, you know, did I eat well today? Did I stretch today? Did I exercise today? Did I meditate today? How much time did I spend outside? Did I spend quality time with my friends or family? How have I been sleeping? Like, just kind of a whole encompassing, you know, think about these questions. Because that's the greatest thing I, or one of the greatest things I learned in chiropractic school was that quote, my philosophy professor would always say, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. And again, I mean, this past year was the perfect example of that. Like we don't question enough things. We just kind of take stuff for face value. And it's like, no, we should, we should question everything. Like even ourselves, like, why do I think this way? Was it because my parents taught me this? Was it because my religion taught me this? Was it because my friend said this, my phone said this, my TV said this, like, why do you believe what you believe? Yeah. If you don't question things, then you're just going to go 
you know, be like, okay, here it is. Somebody told me so I'll live it. Like there's no reason to look at anything else. There's no reason to research it. There's no reason to think about anything else. Yeah. I once watched an hour and a half video on flat earth because <laughs> people are so passionate about it. And I was like, you know, I'm down to hear their side. For the record, I do not believe the earth is flat, but I also don't care if it is. <laughs> but I'm open, yeah, to, I mean, I'm open to hearing perspectives and opinions on, okay, why do you believe this way? And if we don't learn to listen to other people's perspectives, we're closing off such a wide range of knowledge and people and deeper connections conversations that can happen and learning opportunities yeah yeah i You're feel just, very lucky with my my upbringing because i feel like i've just experienced a lot of different perspectives i grew up in a really small town so it's super conservative went to iu so that's super liberal went to natural health care but my chiropractic school is pretty like medical based okay. um so it doesn't necessarily teach philosophy and like the spirituality side of chiropractic and like really believing what you do every day. I feel like a lot of chiropractors that I've seen since I've graduated that are unhappy with being a chiropractor that are not successful or just kind of lost went to my college. Um, cause they just, they don't understand the power of what they do for a living. Ooh. I do. <laughs> I love how you said that. Understand the power of what you do for a living. Yeah. And I feel like this goes not only for care, but everybody. When you're doing your purpose and living out your life and you know you're on this path for a reason. Yeah. That like each of us are powerful in our own way and we Absolutely. have the ability to impact so many people. But if we don't realize that, like, like you said, like they're unhappy, they don't realize the blessings in front of them. They don't see the same joy and fulfillment as like just looking at it and be like, oh, I get to talk to this person today. I get to share so much insight and learn something new. And, you know, chiropractic care, you're healing people, teaching people how to heal themselves. I was going to say the, the body's healing itself. That was something I wrote right. uh, in the, I'm reading the power of the subconscious mind right now. And it talks about chiropractic in it. And it talks about, it said, I think it says osteopathy, chiropractic, and maybe like naturopaths, just basically like natural healthcare professions, mm -hmm. um, have the understanding that, you know, the power that made the body heals the body and that the only healer is whatever you want to call it, innate intelligence, subconscious mind, like the, the power within basically. And I just love it so much because it's so true. We, we've lost that perspective in our society immensely, but I am super optimistic about it because I do think that despite what social media and your TV makes you think, there are a lot more people awake to this fact than we we see on TV. A thousand percent. 
like because i've seen it in, i've just seen it in comment sections you know when i would click on some type of whether it's chiropractic post or some natural alternative medicine you know post like there's just so much more people voicing their opinions and belief especially and i mean even i've touched on it a little bit on my page i mean i i kind of built my brand on being like funny and happy and positive but um i've definitely talked a little more about just the health stuff that's been going on lately but I think it's important like I'm I'm in a position that you know I'm one of the owners here so like I'm not scared of being fired for speaking my opinions on health and especially that they're different from the mainstream narrative like I think it's especially important for healthcare people to be speaking on it um, because there's just mass misinformation and I hate to just constantly say indoctrination and programming but it is like it's it's everywhere all the time it's always like this way is what needs to happen. This way is what it works. Like, we, you know, we've done it for years. Why not? When on the other hand, with the more natural approach, learning how your body heals itself and learning that aspect. Like I've went through both sides when I went through my healing journey on digestive issues, you know, I got thrown around between 10 doctors, medical doctors in normal Western medicine. He was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. You had surgery. Like, you know, it's great. Like, yeah, you're out of my care now. You got to try somebody else or you got to try this. And that's really how I got into it of, you know, your body heals itself yes, it needs repaired right now. Yes, there are people that can help you on this journey outside of Western medicine and traditional Western medicine. And, you know, finding that has been a lifesaver to me. And, you know, now seeing it, seeing you preach on it and speak about it, I'm like, yes, like there needs to be more people stepping out and, like you said, you know, your brand started as this, but we all veer off and this was sort of the necessary timing of it. Yeah, I want to, I'm going to try to find this quote that I've read, I've just always come back to because I started speaking about, you know, the controversial topics in the world, but... Oh, man. I type way too many things in my phone. <laughs> yeah, it says many people think that being spiritual means being positive, but being spiritual means being conscious and aware. To become conscious is is a much different thing than to become positive. To become conscious and aware, we must become authentic. Authenticity includes both positive and negative. Because I got a lot of crap from people for you know, speaking negatively, essentially, or not being like my normal, just kind hearted posts. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I have a big passion for health. And, you know, we've, we've wasted a year now not focusing on health. It's like, I'm not saying that the practices that we've done are inherently evil and bad things, but we have had zero emphasis on health. And the issue is a chronic illness pandemic epidemic that has been going on for decades. Yep. The health of our species. And I, I think 
<laughs> I I love that quote too. And I thank you so much for like stepping out and sharing it. Like, sure, there are some people who are like, oh, we just want to see the post that, you know, it's so great. Well, I just had a lot. I had like, I made, I don't know if you saw my, I made a post about the mask mandates and mm -hmm. I had like 200 people and follow me. And it was just like one, one post guys. Like you just dis it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't anything even that crazy. At least I've read that post back hundreds of times. And I am just like, man, being out of social media, I, I like, I stand by everything that I said. And it's crazy that people are getting this emotionally triggered by like these words when it's, this is just what I believe guys. You don't have to believe it. That's okay. Right. Like, you know, here's my thought on it. I'm saying it. Yeah. Like, and it goes back to the whole point of like question everything. Yeah. And I, I never actually, I, I don't even know like how many, like if there were negative comments or anything that really happened about it. My wife and my mom just told me a few that people said, and I was like, yeah, I mean, nothing I ever say is going to please everybody. I've, right. I mean, I've had, I've had people send me DMs, just kind of strangers that have just been mean. And it's like, are you okay? Like, that's all right. <laughs> hey, like, dude, it's, it's just not that deep. Like you're really angry. There's a, I'll never forget. It was when I first started my Instagram, I got this message from this guy that was just going on about how chiropractors are fake doctors and you know, the normal nonsense. Yeah. And it was just like, man, like, I just feel so bad for this guy. Like he's so unhappy. Like he's going out of his way to privately message a stranger that he does not know and just hate on him. It's like, I wish you the best. I mean, I, that's where I responded. I was like, dude, I love what I do every day. Like I, I have four degrees in health. Like I worked my butt off to be where I am. And like, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's what, like, that's literally all I said yeah. to him. I was like, and he still follows me, which is fascinating. Three years later, <laughs> he actually liked my post today. It was the first time I've seen him. Uh, that's why I thought of him. <laughs> I'm just like, huh, weird. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe he's reading every post and he really has come across and agrees with you now on stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Like well, that's just how I felt. I was like, you know, there's, there's no point in me coming back with hate and negativity. No, you have to rise above and keep your vibrational level higher. Yeah. It's just not going to do anything. And especially like when you sign pen to paper that you're going to chiropractic school, your skin gets about four inches thicker um, because you kind of have to, because everybody just like has these stereotypes and stigmas that you're just some snake oil salesman and witch doctor and all the crazy stuff that people say. And it's like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just like a nice guy that really cares about health. Sorry. <laughs> like, I don't. Here's who that. I am. Except yeah. me or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, again, like I said, with becoming a husband and becoming a father, like I just have never felt so confident and strong in who I am in my purpose and my values, like what I stand for, what I believe in. And that's okay if people don't agree. And that is amazing that you've reached this point that you're like, 
I know I'm on that right path. I feel like I'm I, a grandpa. I don't give a <laughs> shit what anybody thinks anymore. Right. It's as like, real as I can be about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here I am. I'm doing my thing. I love it. And yeah. you're not going to shake me. Yeah. Sorry for cursing if this is a curse-free zone. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like, we're 100% real. I'm coffee with Yeah, Bobby. I just, yeah, I've reached that point, which is cool to be at 31 to really be co- that comfortable in your own skin. I spoke at, I don't know if I talked about that. I spoke at my high school recently. Um, they asked me to speak at their National Honor Society ceremony. And the coolest thing for me was afterwards, I had like kids come up to me and like thank me and stuff. But I had their parents come up to me and thank me and say how they personally got a lot from it. You know, when you're having 50 and 60 year old people tell you like they got a lot from it, like that means a lot. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. A lot of the stuff that I'm saying, no one ever said to you for 60 years. Talking about your purpose, talking about your values, talking about like the things that are truly important in life and the things that you should focus on. Like, yes, this is a message for an 18-year-old that's getting ready to go out into the world, but this is also a message to you because have you ever thought about these things? Like one of the, I don't know if you saw that my, one of my first videos I posted about it, but I, I brought up the fact of, was the number one question a high schooler gets asked. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? Right. I would, I I mean, obviously not every adult in that room, but a lot of the adults in that room still don't know what they want to do with the rest of their life. And that's why I brought, I was like, the more important question is who do you want to be? Your value comes from who you are, not from what you do every day. Like, what do you love? What are you passionate about? Like, why do you think you're here on this planet? I think that, and like, I could see, it was actually weird because everybody was masked. So it was very hard to see the reaction, see the emotion, like feel the energy exchange back and forth. Cause I'm just reading eyeballs, <laughs> but like, you could, you could see it in people's eyeballs. I'm like, they're, they're receiving this message well. And it's a lot of like, they haven't heard this before. I think it's weird for them too, that like, I'm some kid from Oakland city that's speaking this to them, but but right. that's exactly who they needed to hear it from. I would agree. I grew up in a small town. I grew up in Martinsville. So, <laughs> you know, like, I feel you, you know, biggest thing in town's Walmart, you know, when yeah. Super Walmart opens, uh, life changed. I've been, and, to, I've been talking about that a lot lately. Like, Martinsville's going to shut down because of the construction right now. Like, you don't drive through Martinsville anymore. I don't know how the businesses are going to survive. Well, you have to go through town. I haven't done it lately, but. Well, so they, they veer you off though and make you go through more. Right. So. so like that Starbucks, it's like the most yeah. frequented Starbucks on the planet. <laughs> you don't drive by it anymore. Yeah. I have to go into town on Friday. So I'll figure it out when I take yeah. my I, I'm really curious as a, a Mar- like an insider of Martinsville, how that's working. Well, maybe I'll have to get the mayor on for it. <laughs> family friends. Let's get the real scoop on what's happening <laughs> in today. Uh, but yeah, like coming from a small town and that's who they need to hear things from. Yeah. Is somebody who's done it and not somebody who's like coming in as an outsider saying, find your purpose. Life's going to be amazing. And it's right. never lived once or walked foot in well, the yeah. town. I hit on a lot of the the benefits of why I am the where I am now and why it's because I grew up in a town of 2000 people. 
it taught me work ethic. It taught me what's truly important in life. Like it's not stuff, it's your family. It's spending time outside. It's, you know, being with your friends. Like that's what I did. That's what I grew up with. I talked about health and meditation and I was like, you know, it doesn't have to be this thing where you sit on a pillow and say "Om" for 20 minutes. Like have you ever drove down a country road? Have you ever played basketball by yourself, basketball by yourself at the college courts, hunting, fishing? Like these are all meditative practices. It's more about being able to find things to calm your mind, especially with social media. Like what are you doing on a daily basis to control your emotions and calm your mind? That's it. Like a hundred percent. you hit <laughs> Like that's it. End of story. Like there's find those hobbies, find that time to yourself, you know, go inward, have a wave to let your mind release, whether that's hunting, whether it's scuba diving, whether it's sitting outside, whether it's sitting inside your house and just clearing your mind, like yeah. let it happen. Jordan, this has been amazing having this time with you here today. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your insight. I, I could talk for hours with you. Yeah, this is really nice. I'm glad we did this finally. Yes, me too. Where can people find out more information about you? Social media, websites, you name it. Yeah, uh, my office is in Fishers, Indiana's Pro Wellness Chiropractic. My All my social media, like pretty well any social media platform I've, I've at least been on to take the handle Dr. Jordan Burns. So Dr. Jordan Burns is usually the, the handle to find me on it. And uh, my website's Dr. Jordan Burns as well. Wonderful. Wherever you are watching or listening to this episode at, you can find all of the links to connect with Dr. Jordan Burns there in the show notes, in the captions, you will find it. Jordan, thank you so much for having coffee with me today. We'll have to see each other sometime in person soon and catch up. So thank you so much. And for those of you who are watching this episode today, I'm going to leave you with one thing. Ask yourself today, what is your purpose? And just take some time and think about it. Think about how you're affecting those around you, affecting yourself and doing the things that you love. And this has been another episode of Coffee with Bobby and today's guest, Dr. Jordan Burns.